Satan has made a lot of effort to claim sexuality Absolutely. as his and yes. give people this concept that sex is dirty or sex is something to be ashamed of or something you do even when you don't love each other, but just to use each other. Right. But actually what true parents teach right. and what we've experienced in our relationship is that you can actually go deeper in your relationship with God as your heavenly parent through this experience of making love as a husband and wife and Absolutely. being connected to each other, body, mind, and soul through the sexual relationship. Hey, you're listening to the Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to do this marriage thing and experience God in the process. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Let's get started. In this session, we are going to talk about God and sexuality. Maybe you're not certain how those two are related, but trust us when we tell you that God and sexuality are very much related and connected to each other. Yes, trust <laughs> us when we tell you that. Why should they trust us, Sasha? <laughs> well, we believe in God. We do. And that belief, I think, fosters this whole conversation to begin with because, yeah, I mean, you hear about, you know, you hear true parents' words on this topic. Uh, they are. Profound. Profound and Unique. what's the word? Real, you know, real, a lot real, of like, those words about mm -hmm. God. Sexuality. <laughs> and sexuality. Yeah. And we can even start with some of those words right now if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So this is from the Chun Sung Gyeong, book three, chapter two. The way of love means looking for the place that is God's holy of holies. The tabernacle was not the ultimate holy of holies. Fallen people built that tabernacle. Of greater value than the tabernacle is the place where God's original love before the fall can be found. The reproductive organs of men and women are the real holy of holies. Wow. <laughs> and from book five, chapter two, section three, Sasha. The place where you become one body is where God enters. Two worlds unite into one when God enters a husband and wife through the power of love. The place where they unite is the love organs. So the scripture is pretty clear that God is in the midst of the sexual relationship and that God wants to be right there with the husband and wife while they're making love, while they're expressing their love to one another in the most intimate of ways. That is actually where God wants to be. This is the holy of holies, the most holy place it's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Just ruminate on that point alone. Holy of holies. This is confusing for a, thing, oh, a, lot, a lot of, of people. Us because <laughs> Satan has made a lot of effort to claim sexuality Absolutely. as his and yes. give people this concept that sex is dirty or sex is something to be ashamed of or something you do even when you don't love each other, but just to use each other. Right. But actually, what true parents teach right. and what we've experienced in our relationship is that you can actually go deeper in your relationship with God as your heavenly parent through this experience of making love as a husband and wife and Absolutely. being connected to each other, body, mind, and soul through the sexual relationship. 
I think the more we dive into this understanding of even ourselves and understanding of like that God created it this way, even just that alone, it makes me realize how much God loves me, how much God loves us, how much God loves all of us. Because the more we experience the fullness of joy in our sexual relationship and recognize that we came from somewhere and someone had an idea about how we make us, it's like, it's amazing how well we're made to, to experience this joy and love in our relationship. So as a husband and wife. As a wife. So God wants to experience love and joy through us in the sexual relationship. God actually designed us that this relationship between us as a husband and wife would be the place where we would actually go to a new level of experience of love. Of course, we experience love in other ways, in other settings with other people. But one of the deepest experiences of God can actually be in our sexual relationship. If we choose to explore that, if we open ourselves to that possibility, then God can be right in the midst of that sexual relationship. Again, God designed us as male and female. It's through our union, as you're saying, that we are two becoming one. And that is how we can manifest that ideal Mm -hmm. that God has for us. That's right. So in our unification tradition, we understand God as a heavenly parent that is both masculine and feminine, having both the qualities of a husband and a wife, if we were to think about it in the dynamic of the married relationship. So God absolutely wants to see men and women, husbands and wives, be united in their relationship. When that happens, when that unity is achieved, when two become one, as we talk about in the marriage blessing, God can actually experience the fullness of him and herself manifested and reflected in us as a husband and wife. There's this kind of experience of God. You know, God doesn't have a physical body. God's invisible. However, God, as we understand it, is matter and energy and spirit and love. These are different types of words that often get used to describe God. So how can God manifest? It's in couples. It's in husbands and wives. And the unity that happens when husbands and wives specifically love each other in the sexual relationship, when two bodies are uniting as one body in that moment. Okay, when you're in that moment of extreme ecstasy and just Mm -hmm. total freedom and, you know, time stands still, Mm. what is more amazing than that? Not much else. That is close second might be giving birth to our children. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. But outside of that, definitely the greatest joy, the greatest pleasure, the greatest, deepest experience of love is our sexual relationship. It's crazy, right? Right. I think it is because of this aspect of it's God's intention for it. Mm. You know, two parents talk about this being the holy of holies. This is the most holy place. Like the whole purpose of creation was for God to experience that joy of a relationship. It's fascinating. And then the conjugal relationship, of course, where love, life, and lineage combine, you know, it's, uh, anyway. (laughs) It only makes sense to me why that is the most incredible experience. Obviously, we can experience God in many other ways, even like sports or like doing amazing things. But I'm very grateful that it's so easy to experience God. I don't have to go climb Mount Everest. I can relax and bed with you. You can climb my Mount Everest. (laughs) (laughs) In the bedroom. It's not just actually about you and me, but it's about me and you and God. 
it's a kind of a paradigm it's, shift that it's, we're bringing God into the relationship yeah. that we have as a husband and wife. And I think throughout our relationship, you've more naturally included God mm. because I think you've always more natural relationship with God. Mm. I've had to really work on my, throughout my life. What's been fascinating for me in our growth as a couple is that the more I kind of acknowledge, especially your experience of God, when you get there, <laughs> it makes me more aware that God is there. Mm. And, you know, it's incredible. Even in that moment, we wanted to say like, God loves you, honey. Yes. It's incredible because then even I feel it. I'm just like blown away by the reality of that statement about how incredibly sexy you are made. I don't know. I got to say it right. You know what I mean? Like God's designed for us. It's incredible sure. to experience that moment Yeah, for both of us. That's true yeah. for me too. I absolutely feel God most powerfully when in our sexual relationship, you know, even while we're making love, right, you right. are bringing God into the relationship by even calling out God's name. And we're just saying, hey, God's daughter, you know, yeah. or like you are a divine daughter of God. Right. And then you're just like, <laughs> it takes your core, it takes your orgasm and it's like, the next it just goes to the next level. I recognize that love, that incredible love that we are sharing as a husband and wife is also being shared by God in right. that moment. And that God is delighting in the union of his and her son and daughter yeah. who are totally loving each other. And what would a God of love want more than that? God wants everyone to experience the fullness of love and joy. So for God to see that kind of love and joy expressed by his children in their conjugal relationship, I can imagine that that's so overwhelmingly delightful for God as our heavenly parent. And this is part of why we want to share this with you and with everyone, because out of that experience of love, every love and life is created. And out of that comes lineage. Mm -hmm. I mean, this experience of love, it will change the world. Each child born out of that love, that's a lot of love there. That's a lot it's of love. It's not the misuse, broken love that has existed in human history, you know, all these broken relationships. It is like the way it's supposed to be, the way it can be between a husband and wife, where it's just mm -hmm. totally free, totally for the other, and together experiencing out of body, out of cosmic experience. And then children are born out of that. And then it's like, we talked to our kids, they feel how much they are Wait, loved Daddy, by, the way that, by the way that we. I love each other. It's just fascinating. It's just awesome. Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, it would mean the world to us if you could share it with someone you love or leave a five-star review because the only way this podcast spreads around is through word of mouth. So a share or a review would go a long way and it only takes like 10 seconds to do. Thanks. Back to the show. So we want to share with you some of these experiences that we've had with God in our sexual relationship. And I believe that actually in the sexual relationship, God manifests in a multitude of different ways. So for everybody, it's probably a little bit different and unique. Sure. And I think it's exciting to just explore what's possible in your relationship with God through your sexual relationship. Hmm. And for us, here are some of the things that we've experienced. Well, Layden, you know, is describing when we come to the point or when I'm coming to the point of climax 
and I'm about to go over the edge into this state of pleasure and ecstasy, he will actually say something like, God loves you, or you're God's daughter, or you're wonderfully made, or some expression that kind of... You are a sexual uh, being. Yes. (laughs) By God. Designed by God, yes. And he'll say this kind of phrase. In that moment, I will actually connect more deeply with God loving me through Leighton. That Leighton is actually the channel or the vessel that's being used by God to express love to me. And then it makes that experience of joy and pleasure that much more amazing. And likewise, I recognize that I'm the vessel that God is using to bring joy and love to Leighton as my husband. Exactly. I think it's fun in that moment, I recognize part of the power comes in just reminding you mm. how much God loves you by the way he designed you to experience this kind of experience. And the both of us, mm. it's just so amazing. How do you see God's design in the sexual organs? A little bit of a nerd, but I really enjoy the science, the intentionality with which God designed it. It's just really well engineered. You look at the penis, it's very well thought out for the optimal experience, not only for the man, but also the woman. Penis is, you know, you have foreskin, right? And what this happens is it creates this kind of a shaft within a shaft experience. Uh, the penis can be inserted into the vagina, essentially have that motion of going in and out, but not cause a ton of friction. It's actually a very small amount of friction because mm-hmm. the penis is within its foreskin and just comes out a little bit when it's deep. And so you get that stimulation on the head of the penis. And also actually having that foreskin and even also having the shape of the head of the penis actually even helps keep lubrication inside. So you can have a longer experience of intercourse without all that very important juice dripping out. It's amazing that God designed all this. And so you don't even need it. If you, again, once the wife is aroused on all that exercise and lubricated naturally down there, so it's actually fascinating. If you are able to really just get comfortable and that happens, then because of the design of the penis, you don't even need much lubrication to keep it lubricated. Mm. So it doesn't even require that much. And that's just like one way that I'm it's fascinating how well that is designed. And then when you come to the vulva and everything that is part of that, I mean, it's, as I was just telling my wife the other day, it's a flower, you know, I mean, as referred to in True Parents' Words and even other places, I think, lotus blossom and all kinds of, uh, <laughs> it is beautiful. And there's so many different folds and petals and parts of it. And they're all extremely erogenous, you know, even just that in and of itself. And obviously, even just the way that it's, you know, able to tuck away with the labia majora and then, you know, kind of keeping it all in and the labia minora, being able to just embrace the penis. And, <laughs> and then there's all these different parts of the way the clitoris is holds, you know, just kind of hidden up there, but also when it's aroused, actually it exposes more. And then, and also the clitoris, it's fascinating that it has twice the number of sex cells or stimulation cells than the head of the penis, which is fascinating. It's actually even smaller, but it's just more condensed. So that's awesome. Yeah. What do you think about that, ladies? You know, <laughs> God loves you. <laughs> and, but God loves the husband too, because we arouse instantly. Like we don't need all those sex cells. If we had more, I think I would just pass out. I mean, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be able to last for more than a second. So it's like, it's God was thinking about it, you know, but you got to get to that point and being warmed up and everything. It's just, Almost it's just... like God was challenging husbands to be really invested into their wives and yeah. take the time, right? To invest yeah. into their wife and really caress her and embrace her and enjoy this time with her. Yes. As if God wanted husbands and wives to kind of have to work for it a little I bit think so. to make it more enjoyable. Absolutely. I think that the reason why we even get horny more or get erections or have a higher sex drive is like God's way of saying, 
hey man, don't forget, <laughs> love your wife so that she feels inspired and open to that sexual relationship. And feeling something I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta, hey honey, I love you. It doesn't have to be sexual even, it's just, but it all builds for the bedroom as well, of course. I am so fascinated by God's design of us and sexual organs and more exploration about all the amazing ways that we're made, but that's probably good for now. Does that answer your question, honey? Yeah. Okay. So within the sexual relationship, what I've been experiencing is that the more we as husbands and wives are focused on each other's pleasure, then the more pleasurable our own experience is. But in order to have that kind of pleasurable experience, we do have to focus on each other. You know, like we're saying, like it's by God's design that in the bedroom, we live for the sake of each other. Mm. And as we are mindful of what feels good for him and what feels good for her, and we do the things and we say the things that we know is going to be enjoyed by our spouse, then we find ourselves getting closer to each other. We find ourselves becoming more connected to each other. But it's not what initially comes to our mind. You know, it's almost like a discipline to focus not ourselves, but on the other person and what do they need and what are they interested in. And then fascinatingly, as I do that or as he does that, then naturally our own needs are covered because we're covering for each other. It's a really beautiful kind of dance. It's a really beautiful kind of unfolding of the relationship that I believe God intentionally designed. Another thing that as advice that I received, even before being engaged, like before I even knew you, was that giving is subject and receiving is object. Mm. We know from the principle, we've heard from the principle, but especially in a sexual relationship with husband and wife, giving is subject and receiving is object. Mm. And spiritual is subject and physical is object. And that's something I've thought about since day one of our sexual experience. And for you, the way that you can give, and it's very fascinating that the principle, you know, man is kind of more subject, and it's very interchangeable, but man is subject, woman is object, and no. But it's very fascinating that you were saying that for you, the way you give in our sexual experience is actually by receiving what I have to give. Oh, yeah. And that was very fascinating to me that, again, the ways that you give is by receiving. Yeah, I can talk about that a little bit. For me, in the bedroom, it's more natural to kind of be the one who's receiving what it is that Layden has to give. He oftentimes is the one initiating sex in our couple, and I sometimes do, but not nearly as much. It's more so him. And when he's initiating, I'm realizing this is a form of him trying to show his love for me. It's a way for him to express also his desire to be connected with me. And by being open to that and being receptive to the moment and to the ways he's trying to love me, I have come to understand that that's a way for me to actually love him. It's a way for me to actually express my love to him by being receptive, by actually receiving the love that he's giving. Because we all know what it's like when we try to give to someone and they won't receive it, or they just reject it, or they turn it down. It's painful. It hurts. But on the opposite, when something that you're giving with your heart is received, it brings you so much joy, and you feel so fulfilled that the object of your affection can receive and enjoy what it is that you're giving them. Yeah, very grateful. (laughs) It's really incredible that you can give through your receiving. Yeah, I believe that God designed our sexual relationship for 
monogamous husband-wife relationship. Why do I believe this? Because in our relationship, I've experienced that the sex has gotten better over time. Absolutely. <laughs> it's incredible how it gets better, I think in large part, because of this aspect of God mm. and spirituality, the spiritual component of our sexuality, because that's building a relationship. It's not, we're not just physical beings. We're not just two bodies. Yeah. that are having a climax. We are two souls that are combining our life force and all of our yeah. passion and love together. I think it's better over time because our relationship develops and deepens over time. And also, practically speaking, two people who are spending time to get to know each other, to explore together, to try new things together, even going through challenges together, all of that bonds us more closely yep. as husbands and wives. And naturally, as we learn about each other, as we learn what we like, what we don't like, what works and what doesn't, we are improving <laughs> in our ability to actually love each other well. Yeah. We don't have to start over. We don't have to figure some new person out. We get to actually figure this one person out that we yeah. are with. And then you figure out as you go along that there's so much to be discovered. It's actually a lot of fun because the more you learn about each other, the more you realize you don't know yeah. and the more opportunities there are to get closer and to try out new things in the relationship. Yeah, I'm absolutely confident without a doubt that monogamous relationships like committed not only for our physical life, but eternal commitment. Like we've got you all beat, all y'all doing it right. <laughs> like we have this massive leg up. All the nonverbal communication, mm. all of those kinks, all those little things that get worked out over time. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward 60 years from now, mm. being old grandma, great grandma, great grandpa. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we'll be moving like sloths, you know, but we'll be like flying high spiritually, you know. But one little touch will just send us flying. Boom. <laughs> You know, we'll be like on a rocking chair, it's like on the porch. I'm like, hey, honey. She's like, hey. <laughs> Talk about sex and spare world. I think that as you age, you get closer to what that. I think it's like. fascinating. We're kind of joking now. And also humor is a big thing we should talk about at some point. But it's just fascinating. Like if you want to have a great sex life for your whole life, mm. I don't know any 80-year-olds that are having great sex that aren't married. So true. Do you know any 80-year-olds that are having great sex that aren't married? No. Do you know any 90-year-olds that are even having sex? To be fair, I'm not really asking 80 and 90-year-olds if they're having sex. That's a very good point. But <laughs> if you wanted to, I think it'd be hard if you weren't married. I mean, come on, let's get real. So it's like God, God designed, designed it. In this way. Actually, yeah. even as your physical body would break down, because your souls are connected, because yeah. your hearts are connected. It doesn't matter anymore. You can still experience this kind of love and connection even through your sexual relationship yeah. by, because of what you've built up over yeah. time. And I think absolutely, you know, bodies change, especially wise. you go through birth and, you know, then there's more menopause, right? Mm -hmm. So, and all kinds of things happen, but I think that's also why it's really important to just dive into this because it's not about all the physical. It's about spiritual relationships, about the emotional connection. It's about everything else that makes it eternal and amazing. Yeah. So thank you, God. <laughs> we really appreciate God for designing us the way we are and designing marriage this way, designing husband-wife relationship this way. So true parents are teaching that the real tabernacle was not a physical building or a place, but Actually, the Holy of Holies is our sexual organs. It's in our bodies. It's in human beings. So what did people do 
in the tabernacle. They would go to that place to worship God. Mm. They would go to that place to express their love and their devotion to God. So where should we go <laughs> to express our love and devotion to God? If our holy of holies, our heavenly palace is our sexual organs, then obviously we want to go to the bedroom. We want to go to, well, it doesn't have to be the bedroom, but we want to go <laughs> to the sexual experience as a husband and wife to worship God. And I can definitely testify <laughs> that worship in church is great. I love singing. For all those that know, I play guitar. It's, it's great. But when it comes to worship, <laughs> when I praise God, it's all this. <laughs> Holy of Holies, that makes sense to me. Thank you yeah. for the way you articulated that. Worship takes on a whole new meaning when you're worshiping God by worshiping God in your spouse, yep. by seeing that God is present yep. in your spouse, that God loves your spouse, and that God loves you through your spouse. And God loves your union with your spouse. And I don't know a more joyful worship yeah. than orgasm. That is a lot of heavenly music happening. How'd <laughs> you? Honey, you want to go worship? Well, let's go worship. All right. See you. We got to go. <laughs> hey, if you want to improve your relationship or take your sex life to the next level, well, you're in luck because more than 70% of couples that take our love and integrity course said that the quality of their sexual relationship improved after joining the course. Sounds good? You can join the program today with your spouse or just take the course by yourself at loveandintegrity.com. See you in the next episode.